Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. Last week you heard me talk about two other DCEU films. The Zack Snyder directed Man of Steel as well as Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Before I actually get into this week's episode, I wanted to go and release a statement of a correction. I got my facts wrong. I was thinking the right thing, but yet I said the wrong thing. I said that the character of Darkseid appeared in Batman v Superman. That was the one at the final battle. It wasn't. It was Doomsday. I don't know what I was thinking on that. I did know that it was Doomsday. I've seen the DC animated Doomsday Superman film, as well as the Death of Superman animated film. So I definitely knew of Doomsday, but for whatever reason I was thinking Darkseid. Sometimes I get facts wrong, so I apologize about that. With that out of the way, and as long as you accept my apology, let's talk about the theatrical version of Justice League. This is a true mishmash of directorial visions, if you'd like to call it that. It's a definite product of studio tampering. It also sadly was, in my opinion, exploitation of the death of Zack Snyder's daughter. It was handled very poorly, in my opinion. But is the movie really that bad? The short answer is yes, it's awful. It's highly watchable, but being watchable doesn't mean it's good. It's honestly worse than what I remember it to be. So either way, let's get into it. This is the 2017 Zack Snyder credited with no involvement from Zack Snyder. It's largely Joss Whedon's movie. It should have been credited to him. Anyway, this is 2017's Justice League. Justice League involves Batman and Wonder Woman assembling a team of superheroes to take down Steppenwolf. Yes, I got that right this time. Anyway, Steppenwolf is motivated by his love of mother boxes, which is a handy little plot device here. Think of it sort of like Thanos' Infinity Stones quest. So in some ways it's a similar story. The difference is as much as I'm sort of in the middle on the MCU, at least the MCU was given a chance to actually build up towards this. I think Infinity War as well as Endgame are actually good movies. I enjoyed them quite a bit despite my evaluating of each film on its own. I think it's important to actually do that rather than look at it as the 10 year story kind of take each film in its own thing and enjoy the actual story beats that come with it. The Snyderverse here didn't really get that advantage. It didn't have the years because they were already behind with what Marvel was doing, and that's okay. It's just that it needed a little bit more time to breathe. But we got Justice League here. We'll see how this actual Snyder Cut turns out. This one here is honestly a mess. That plot is paper thin, there's not much there. It doesn't really feel like the stakes are high in this movie, and that's mostly because of the light tone. Writer Chris Terrio did say that this was going to be a lighter affair, that it wasn't going to be as tonally dark as Batman v Superman. That's okay. We didn't need it to be super lighthearted, but with the Joss Whedon reshoots here, it turned it into a very lighthearted affair. There's some serious things going on. This could lead to the destruction of the Earth. Our superheroes here are cracking jokes, 
We got Aquaman sitting on Wonder Woman's whip, going and pouring out his heart to the entire Justice League. Is it a funny scene? Sure, it is, but is it really fitting of the movie? No, not really. We have superheroes here that are doing their best MCU impression. I think it worked for the MCU because we we're already accustomed to that kind of superhero. This clashes tonally with what was done in Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. So while this film clashes with those two films as far as the feel, that it doesn't really feel like it's a part of the same universe. It also has the big problem of going in and out of shots that were done by Zack Snyder, then changed by Joss Whedon. I'll get into that in a little bit. I think my main problem with this whole thing is that if the superheroes are taking this lighthearted and don't seem to care as much as they should, why should the audience? Why should I care? One thing I did actually like that was a reshot scene, it was something that Zack Snyder probably wouldn't have included. I did enjoy it though. That's the actual opening to the movie. The fact that Superman can't really answer quickly about what the best thing about Earth is, it's something that stuck with me. It just made me think because it really does feel like it would have possibly fit into Batman v Superman. I just don't think Zack Snyder would have been so on the nose with a question like that. The big problem with it is, it's a very awkward scene because this is our first introduction to Henry Cavill's Superman. This was also where you have a CGI'd Henry Cavill mouth. Pretty much every scene that Henry Cavill is in looks weird, mostly because his mouth looks weird. Henry Cavill was shooting one of the Mission Impossible films. He had a mustache that could not be shaved per contract. So. They decided to just simply CGI it. Now in the age of deep fakes, we realize it's entirely possible to make it look believable. Warner Brothers went the complete wrong way here in order to do this for the reshoots. I honestly don't think they should have allowed Joss Whedon to reshoot as much of the movie as what he did. It might have been a better product in the long run. All they were thinking was, hey, we got the director of the Avengers to do the reshoots here. I can see why Zack Snyder stepped away. I really do think that he was hoping to collaborate a little bit more, but it's obvious that Joss Whedon took over the entire production. The other thing I really liked was the opening credits of the movie. The opening credits feature a cover of the song Everybody Knows by Leonard Cohen. This one here is a very moody version of the song. I think the words actually fit the whole Zack Snyder DCEU universe as a whole. The opening credits, they really do look like something Zack Snyder shot. I'm not quite sure on that, but they definitely look better and cleaner than what most of the other shots in the movie look. I don't know how to describe it, but the overall look of this movie, it looks cheap. The whole thing just doesn't look right. It's very obvious that there was reshoots that took place. There's some times where you can't really tell and it winds up making a half-decent movie. Look at Star Wars Rogue One. That movie is pretty great. The last half hour or so of that movie were reshot by director Tony Gilroy. It looks great. It doesn't really not look off. This here, the whole thing looks off. It seems like Warner Brothers was trying to complete it as cheap as possible. 
which is understandable considering they blew well over 200 million. I think they might have been in the 300 million mark on this movie. It went way over budget. Reshoots didn't help anything. I think we should actually talk a little bit more about the reshoots since it's so much a part of this movie. It really is a mess. It's quite blatant in most scenes. Actors look different. It's very jarring. The first time I watched this movie, I watched it for pleasure. I simply wanted to enjoy it, but I chose to ignore anything that was out of the ordinary because I simply just wanted to experience it. This time, I chose to watch the movie and take notice a little bit more. Not necessarily rip it apart, but I wanted to really take notice. It's easy to rip it apart. Everything about the movie feels off, as I stated. The actors don't look quite right, such as Bruce Wayne and Barry Allen. That scene where Batman and The Flash have like their first interaction, it really doesn't look right. You can see that actor Ezra Miller has lost weight or something because he's obviously skinnier. His hair is different. You can even tell that the audio doesn't quite match the scene. I'm actually wondering if Joss Whedon decided to reshoot using different cameras or different film. Did he shoot on digital where Zack Snyder shot on film? I have no idea. It just doesn't look right. Nothing actually gels in the movie. I heard Warner Brothers claim that it was still Zack Snyder's vision and such. Majority of the movie is still Snyder scenes. Nope. I honestly call bullshit on that because here is Joss Whedon's movie. It maybe has a 20 to 80% ratio of Zack Snyder to Joss Whedon footage. I know I said this a little bit earlier that the movie itself looks cheap, but did I mention that it looks cheap? For all the complaints I heard about the CGI in Wonder Woman 84, this is worse. It's far worse. Maybe the complaints of that movie were because it was years after Justice League was completed and such, we were expecting better CGI. The CGI in Wonder Woman 84 didn't really take me out of it. The CGI here definitely does. Steppenwolf is not a believable CGI creation. I don't think it looks terrible. It just doesn't look good. One thing that also hinders the movie is Joss Whedon's camera angles. He seems to like to shoot the Amazons as well as Wonder Woman below the waist. There's quite a bit of scenes where it seems like we're getting upskirt shots of Wonder Woman and such. It's very awkward. I didn't get that from any other movie that she's in that she was being sexualized. However, I really do feel that way here. Another scene that is not good, they sh probably should have cut it, I know it's meant to be funny, where the Flash lands on top of Wonder Woman after saving her. It looks like they're having sex and it's supposed to be funny because, hey, Barry Allen, the Flash, he's socially awkward. He also likes her quite a bit, so yeah, it's funny, right? No, not really. Thankfully, it's a blink and you'll miss it scene. It really shouldn't be surprising with Joss Whedon's choices here, considering some of the stuff that's come out about him over the last couple of years. I'm not going to say about it here, but if you really want to read about it, go for it. The best way for me to put it is he's being me too'd, and from the sounds of it, rightfully so. It should also be noted that actor Ray Fisher is accusing Joss Whedon of doing some questionable things on set. Again, if you really want to read the story, it's out there if you want to read about it. 
I do hope that we get more of Ray Fisher as Cyborg, because I haven't even talked about casting yet. I think he's good in the role. I like his character. I think he plays the part pretty well, along with everybody else. I think all of the casting choices in the Zack Snyder DCEU were good choices. Ben Affleck as Batman is great. Henry Cavill as Superman is also great. We get J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon, which sadly we don't even see him much in this. I really thought that we would get more of him, but no, he's cut out. I feel Jason Momoa is having a blast as Aquaman. I also really like Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. This movie has a lot of things going for it, as well as the Zack Snyder DCEU. That casting is really good. The group of actors that were assembled for the various projects here really work. Not only that, they seem to get along really well, even though a lot of the lighthearted jokey stuff obviously is new footage. I just thought of something else on this one. Justice League is far too rushed. I mean, we get reintroductions to Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman roughly within the first 13 minutes of the movie. This is all due to the WB mandate that the actual cut of the movie had to be in at two hours or less. The product delivered here is crazy inept. It might have been a little better if the movie could have actually breathed and paced itself. It feels like a movie for someone who has trouble focusing on little things that make a movie. You know, like dialogue, coherent storytelling actual direction where the scenes make sense and go with each other. Seriously, in re-watching this, I started to think, why is Steppenwolf even doing what he's doing? I get he has a thing for the mother boxes, and yes, I'm sure that could be taken as they're cracking a sex joke, or I'm cracking a sex joke here, but I'm not intending to. The whole thing is awkward. He's almost like the DC's version of Norman Bates from Psycho. The way he talks about mother he's talking about the mother boxes i almost half expected him to look off in the distance and say we all go a little mad sometime that would have been perfect they should have just did that why not this movie sucks so hey why not throw something like that in there might as well i just want to know why does he care to destroy worlds he appears to be another Lex Luthor creation in Batman vs. Superman. I'm hoping there's more motivation in Zack Snyder's Justice League. I think the theatrical version of Justice League here is a prime example of what not to do for a film. Don't go and reshoot it after it's mostly completed, attempting to save the movie. Considering we are getting a completed Snyder cut of Justice League next Thursday, I really do think that it's one of those things that I don't know if the movie exactly needed saving. The whole reshoot thing was done as a reactionary thought process by Warner Brothers because they really wanted to make money and make Marvel money. That was a huge mistake on their part. It's yet to see how good the Snyder Cut will be. I'm expecting it to be great. I'm assuming it will be great. It'll also be an awesome vindication for Zack Snyder. The theatrical version of Justice League here is one that I'm sure by now you probably have watched it. You probably have your own thoughts on it. If you enjoy it, great. If you don't, that's fine too. That's your opinion. I myself cannot see myself watching this movie anymore in the future. I'm going to close out tonight's episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. 
If you don't do the whole social media thing, drop me an email at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. If you need to catch up on past episodes, you can do so at adamanalyzes.com. If you have a free moment, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave me a five-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice. It'll allow me to reach new listeners as well as continue making new content. Plus, I love those digital hugs. But with that being said, be kind and good night.